Welcome to the Fillmore Podcast. This is episode 18. I am the poet. I am joined by Zaki, and we'll be looking at uh, Sega and its history. A great look at some of the machines that uh, came out of Sega's catalog. So without further ado, please welcome Zaki to the program. What's going on? The best man, the better man. (laughs) You wish, you wish. Yeah, we're just going to look at Sega throughout the years. And I really felt that Sega is, like, underrated, I guess, in a way. Yes. It's like anyone that came playing with Michael Jordan, no matter how good you were, people always talked about Jordan. I think that was kind of like how Sega was initially against Nintendo. I would look at it that way. That's how I always felt, personally. Yeah, it's a good analogy. Uh, especially starting off with the Sega Genesis uh, versus Super Nintendo. Mm-hmm. So, uh, of course, the Master System came out before that. But I, I, I literally heard about the Master System like in my late twenties. Like I didn't even know it was a thing, to be honest. Uh, yeah, I think in North America it wasn't that popular. Uh, it was popular in Europe and uh, South America, like Brazil and stuff like that. But yeah, I never heard about the Master System until I was older. Uh, so yeah, for me, the first taste was basically the Sega Mega Drive slash Genesis. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, uh, what are your first memories of that machine? And then I'll talk about mine. Uh, yeah, just before that, this was actually a request from the K9 who mentioned that he wanted to talk about Sega. So uh, K9, to the grind. K9, shout out. What's going on? So my first memory was playing at a friend's house uh, and he had Sonic on his uh, Genesis and he had other games too, like Streets of Rage 1 and 2. But Sonic was my first experience and he let me play and I was just amazed by the speed of the character and how good the game was. Uh, I found it difficult at that time, but it was really refreshing, especially the speed, I think, and um, the originality of the character right, kind of blew me away. In a way, I was jealous. I was like, ah, oh, man, I wish I had a Genesis <laughs> or a Mega Drive. Uh, so those were my first memories. Yeah. So for me, I vaguely remember always hearing about the Genesis, but I never saw one in person. Uh, briefly, I saw at this, uh, your friend's house, same guy. Uh, I think I was a Streets of Rage 2. Or Streets of Red One, you can't remember which one, mm-hmm. but I never really saw Sonic in action. Yeah, uh, maybe other than uh, TV adverts and just uh, memorabilia, all that kind of stuff. Because where we live, not many people had the Genesis. Uh, the friend we're talking about didn't live in that area uh, full time, basically, so we didn't see it that much. Everyone was into the Super Nintendo. Yeah, so. I was at the age two where you were one of the uh, other, you know, like yeah, Nike or Reebok, Pepsi or Coke, right, and Super Nintendo or Genesis. Like you couldn't be both as a kid. Uh, rivalry, rivalry. Yeah, rivalry. Yeah, and the parents are not going to buy both machines, right? They're going to buy you one. And yeah, I remember most parents. Yeah, most parents are going to buy you one. Yeah. I know some people had two later on, but yeah. Yeah, and uh, there were some kids in school. There was one kid especially. He's like, oh, man, Mario's so slow. He sucks. Sonic, <laughs> Sonic is the best. Mario stinks. <laughs> Mario's for kids. I was like, what? You're a kid too. <laughs> but at that time, you just took Crash Talk for no reason, you know. But uh, I remember that. Like, I was like, man, in a way, you might be right. Not that it's better, but 
I always wanted that other thing, right? Like that you don't have. You always want what you don't have kind of thing. And uh, I think that friend you mentioned who only used to come for summers, really, because he didn't live there full time. He was our, he was at least my avenue into like Streets of Rage 1, Streets of Rage 2, and Sonic 1 and 2, I believe. Um, there may be other games, but I can't remember them at this time. He might have had Mortal Kombat 2 later on uh, with the blood. But uh, those were my memories, and that was my access. Um, when we moved to England, did you get a Genesis straight away, or was it like 97, 98? I didn't finish with my memories. <laughs> we did go to England. Oh, sorry. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, I always knew about the Genesis, like I said. And then my best friend at the time went to Canada for the summer holidays. And it was like a close community. So you pretty much knew when someone left and someone came back. So I knew when he was coming back. I don't know how, but I just knew when. Or I was just playing on the street and I saw his uh, car, his uh, family car pull up to his house. Because we literally lived like a two-minute walk, right? So yeah, like he came out and he was smiling at me. I'm like, hey, yeah, yeah, how's it going? And he wasn't holding like his backpack or like a suitcase. The guy was literally holding a Sega Genesis box. So he went to Canada, got a Sega Genesis, and that's the that's the thing he was holding in the car coming home. And that's the first thing I saw too. So I let him uh, go home and get uh, unpacked and all stuff. And then later that night, I went and he had. Can't remember all the games he had, but the one that sticks out in my memory is X Men. X Men was huge too at that time. Echo the Dolphin, I think he had as well. Yeah, maybe Echo the Dolphin. Uh, I think this was like '93. I want to say maybe. Mm-hmm. So, I just remember uh, watching X Men and playing a bit of it, and then finally being able to play the Genesis properly for the first time. Yeah, and like you, like uh. You always want the thing you don't have, right? You always find that more shiny and you, it looks better, you know, just to you. Uh, I mean, it's unique. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, um, because I didn't know the history about it and everything, I always wondered, like, hey, how come this only has three buttons? The Super Nintendo has, like, you know, six. Yeah, yeah. So it looked cool and everything, but I thought it was, like, a downgrade from the Super Nintendo uh, right away, but... I was jealous of a few games like X Men. Like that game is not that good, X Men One or Two, but just the way the sprites look, like so big and clear. Yeah. And as a kid, that kind of appeals to you. So I remember playing that, and that was cool. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I I also played like uh, games that were on both systems. Uh, another guy had this was later on NBA All Star Challenge, which we had on the Super Nintendo. Yeah. And you can notice the differences, like the shadowing and stuff wasn't there on the Genesis. And it was harder to play. Uh, Street Fighter 2, mm. like you had to press start or something just to change from kicks and punches. So, hell no. Like, yeah. uh, it was cool, but I was glad I had a Super Nintendo. But on the back of my mind, I secretly wanted a Genesis as well. But the first product I actually bought of Sega was a Game Gear, actually. So uh, I got a Game Gear pretty oh, late, yeah. around, I would say, 94. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember that. Like I said, I didn't know what a Master System was. So when I went to the shop and they had it on display, 
I thought it was a uh, portable, uh, pretty much Genesis. I didn't know anything else, right? So, because they had Sonic playing on it. Yeah. And coming from the Game Boy background, if you compare the two, there's a huge difference of how the games look, right, with color and everything. So. So that Sonic on the Master System is that the same Sonic on the? Yeah, Genesis? Game Gear. No, it's the same one on the Game Gear. Oh, okay, right. But they're they're obviously just like playing the intro, right? So, and plus, I've never seen Sonic at this point. So, I, uh, on the Genesis, other than like the first level, which always looks the same on every Sonic game, right? So, I thought it was the same game, but obviously, the same color, uh, the first color I handheld in my life, because I saw Links later, uh, Turbo Graphics way later. But Genesis was the first one I saw, and comparing it to my Game Boy at home, it was just like. Night and day, right? So they begged their parents to get it, and eventually did. And like I had uh, columns that came with it, and Mortal Kombat Two. So, which was awesome. That Mortal Kombat Two on the Game Gear holds up really well even today. Yeah, interesting. And uh, yeah, people like to uh, make fun of the Game Gear and its batteries and stuff, mm-hmm. which is true. It, it finishes like in an hour, two hours, whatever, right? Yeah. But, I always just played with an adapter at home. Even with the Game Boy, I was never comfortable taking outside. Like you couldn't even see the screen in the sun. Like where would you, you know when people always complain like the battery sucks on the Game Gear. But yeah, bullshit. You didn't play your Game Boy outside either, right? Everyone played at home. Or they would take it to their friend's house and play. Like yeah, true. no one was sitting there under a tree playing a Game Boy. <laughs> you know, and as a kid it, you mess around so much you would have broken it anyway, so Or you had stolen worst. Yeah, stolen or you're playing basketball and the ball just like falls on it or something in the bag. Like you just didn't take it out with you. Yeah. So that battery thing didn't bother me at all. Like I had it plugged in, and at night in my bed I would just be playing Game Gear, loving it, and being Sub Zero and messing people up. <laughs> Mortal Kombat Two. So yeah, that was the first uh, purchase I got. Then I bought the, finally got the Mega Drive. It was called, it was Model 2, and I got that pretty late. So uh, around uh, early 96, I would say, or maybe late 95, that's when I got it. Uh, um, it was, I think it was 96. I don't think you had it in uh, Saudi. I did have it in Saudi. That's where I bought it. Oh, wow. Really? I don't remember that. Interesting. Yeah, because I bought it. <laughs> okay. It was actually in Euromarche. It was a Taiwan edition. Ah, okay, okay, right. So I remember, yeah, playing. The superintendent was plugged downstairs. Genesis, my parents let me plug in their room. Oh, that's why I don't remember because, um, yeah, it wasn't in that room, right? So, yeah, it was 96, so it was before we moved. So That's interesting. And, yeah, it was a second model, so it came with the six-button controller. Yeah, I remember that six-button controller. And uh, I had Sonic 3 was the first game I got. Oh, yeah. So Sonic 3 was pretty much the first Sonic I played, so which is why it's probably my favorite one, just due to nostalgia. And then didn't you get International Superstar Soccer Deluxe? That was much later, yeah. So later <laughs> in England, uh, luckily the game still worked. Yeah. The, the games I can remember were uh, International Superstar Soccer Deluxe. Yeah. Konami, yeah. Mickey and Donald Duck, uh, World of Illusion, really good uh, co-op, two-player yep, yep. game, test drive deal, something. Yep. And uh, 
I had Brian Lara Cricket, nineteen ninety six. Yeah, Cricket Nine Six and uh, awesome. Primal Rage. I had Primal Rage. You had Primal Rage. Oh wow! Did you have uh, Aladdin? Or was that later? No, no, that was much later. So I think, yeah, that was as much as far as I went with the Mega Drive. I used to uh, rent out for some reason Pete Sampras tennis all the time for the local uh, video uh, game where we're movie store. Good old days, man! You could go to the movie store and yeah, get game, rent games. <laughs> yeah, so. And this was like the end of like the era of these gaming machines. So, yeah, yeah. just uh, just after, I don't know, maybe about four months later, I got the PlayStation One, so I stopped playing the yeah. Mega Drive at that time. So, those were the games I remember uh, owning and playing. Yeah, I remember us playing Brownlow Cricket for hours. It was such a good game, two-player game. Uh, you could even play four-player. We could pass the controller. Remember, we played with the cousins. It was super fun. Yeah, and I think. So I I enjoyed the Mega Drive probably more than you because I I yeah. put it in that gap where you didn't. Uh, yeah, I think you stopped playing the Super Nintendo for a bit too at that time. That's true. Near the end, so you weren't gaming as much. So I was just playing. No, it wasn't Sonic Three and yeah. So the Genesis I didn't get to explore pro- properly. I would say until I was a adult. I think where yeah. I really realized, oh shit, this is an amazing system. You know. Yeah. <laughs> And when you find out that, yeah, it, it came out like two years before, almost two years before the Super Nintendo, that's yeah. even more impressive. Like Sega as a company actually impressed me more than Nintendo for what they had to do from a small company competing with a giant. Yeah, that's why I want to get that book, uh, Console Wars, which details the Sega versus Super Nintendo war. Um, I think Sega did really great, you know, it's like... Uh, I don't know how to compare it, but it's like so much smaller than Nintendo. Like we don't, as a kid, you don't know that, right? You don't know the resources and the size. And they were very innovative in their um, design and their gaming. They make it different, you know, to Nintendo. Yeah, because their marketing was on point. I remember visiting uh, our parents' home country, and I could see Sonic merchandise all around in South, uh, South Asia. Sonic hats, uh, those uh, Tiger handheld games. My cousin had it. So, like, I actually saw Sonic uh, Sega advertisement more than Nintendo overseas at the time. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I think when I grew older and I started checking out the games, uh, like exclusive games, obviously all the Sonic games, uh, Gunstar Heroes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Comic Zone. Yeah. Uh, all the Streets of Rage. Oh. I, I think Streets of Rage is the greatest beat 'em up series of all times. Yeah, yeah, I think as a series, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, uh, Turtles in Time maybe as one game, but as a series, Streets of Rage. Yeah, especially that it was a two-player right away. I think if Final Fight on the Super Nintendo was two-player, maybe. Yeah, it'd be up there, but. But then, yeah, Final Fight Three was a little weak, but uh, so was Streets of Rage Three, I guess. But yeah. Out yeah. of those two, but yeah, I'll still give it to Streets of Rage, especially with the number four as well. Yeah, we had fun with that one, didn't we? That was a good one. Uh, right. Well, yeah, just like realizing that different games existed, like the, like Sega had its own Contra, the Hardcore, uh, had its own Castlevania Bloodlines. Yeah. It had its own bloody Turtles game. Like, uh, <laughs> a couple of I different didn't know about that till like 10 years ago, maybe even less. Hyperstone Heist. Hyperstone Heist. Where when they... did uh, when did you get Aladdin? Then was it a lot uh, like twenties, thirties? I can't I can't remember when the, when did you actually get to play that. 
funny thing about Aladdin and the Genesis, my I first played it over our uncle's house on computer on DOS. <laughs> they had the Genesis version on DOS around ninety five. Okay. And I thought it was so cool. Uh, on the Genesis, I got that much later. I would say in the two thousands, uh, two thousand eight, maybe. Yeah, I mean that was actually different from Super Nintendo. It was actually a different developer, and also they worked with the Disney animators. So the animation was and the art was actually Disney animators. So it was amazing, and it's actually the third greatest selling Genesis game of all time. I don't know. If oh, you another know. game I had uh, was Lion King on the Genesis, which I loved. Lion as King well. as well from the same studio. A lot of people thought it was hard, but uh, I got I got through it. And some parts are a bit hard, but yeah, the yeah. first like three four levels uh, I breezed through it. But yeah, I think we should one. mention that those uh, Aladdin and Lion King have been remade for the Switch, which you can uh, buy. Uh, uh, I think they released on everything, but yeah, oh, they yeah. remade. So check out those remakes if you missed it and you don't have a Genesis, you can still get it on uh, modern systems. But um, yeah, Aladdin definitely, like uh, as I was saying, third best-selling Genesis game of all time after Sonic 1 and 2. So it's up there. It's up there as one of the best uh, platformers of all time. Yeah, so yeah, so Genesis came out like 89 in North America, uh, 1990 in Europe. So yeah, I never owned one till like late 95, early 96. So that's pretty cool. Uh, from there, the Sega CD, there was all these add-ons, right? Which some people said that harmed them a lot. Sega CD, which allowed uh, better audio in a lot of the games. And uh, obviously, a lot of the little like cutscenes here and there. Uh, games like Batman Returns actually has an extra level on the CD where you're driving. So, the second CD was kind of cool. I had that too when I was older, uh, not when I was younger. The third two X, I think, was garbage. I think I only had like a few games, fourteen mm-hmm. games or something. But yeah, I had that too when I got older. Uh, didn't really like it. There must be probably are some good games on it. At least it's exclusives, but. The Sega CD didn't really have exclusive games other than the same games with a few. Was uh, Sega CD an add-on or was it a completely different system? I can't remember. It's an add-on to the Sega Genesis. So you have to plug in your Genesis into the okay. Sega CD. Okay. So right. there's a lot of plugs and all that shit to do with the... Yeah, yeah. Uh, it has its own power source too and everything. Yeah. And the 32X has its own power source. So you have to have three of those bitches plugged in at the once. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, it's cool if you think about it. I mean, Nintendo were about to do the same thing with the, yeah. uh, with the so, whole Sony thing. So Sony, right. Pepsi. They obviously thought it was a good idea too, but they, they got out of it. But yeah. So Genesis and then at the next machine they released home console was Sega Saturn. Mm-hmm. And this is probably the system I'm least familiar with out of the list. I yeah. say do, uh, do you have one? I can't remember. Like recently, did you get one? Yeah, I got one again. I had one about seven, eight years ago too. But even at that time, the games were stupidly expensive. Yeah. But my memories are uh, very clear. It was either a PlayStation One or a uh, Second Saturn. So I was debating which one to get all summer holidays. I remember um, N sixty four didn't come out yet, so it was on the picture. Mm-hmm. And there was a relative of ours who's trying to convince me to get the Saturn, but 
even uh, at that time, we knew the PlayStation was killing Saturn in terms of sales, right? Yeah. So I waited, I waited. Uh, the cousin got Saturn, so I got to play a bit at his house. But I still went for PlayStation, which I still believe is a better system Yeah. till today. But yeah, I didn't have a Saturn until I was much older. Like I don't think I've ever played a Saturn, have I? I don't think so. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, um, basically Saturn was mainly a 2D machine that they added 3D in the last minute. Okay. To compete with the PlayStation. Yeah. So there's a lot of cool 2D-ish, 2.3, whatever they call 2.5 games, whatever you call it. Yeah, yeah, But the 3D games, are, yeah, they aged badly, some of them. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you got the famous games. People always talk about Shining Force and, like, Panzer Dragon. Sonic. There must be a Sonic on there. Uh, Saturn did not have a mainstream Sonic game. Oh, wow. It had like this weird Sonic racers or something where they race each other or something. I don't know, but no proper like Sonic. Didn't have a platformer? Okay. Didn't have a platformer Sonic, which obviously hurt the system. And it's dumb if you think about it. Like, which idiot thought that would be a good idea not to release it? <laughs> I know. Let's not put a Sonic game on this system, which is our biggest selling franchise. Uh, yeah, so that was a dumbass thing. <laughs> I don't know. Apparently, a lot like Sega from Japan and Sega from USA were like arguing a lot and. Oh, but, yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, there was a lot of plug, in, yeah. infighting. Yeah. So, yeah, so Saturn's all right, yeah. Um, they're really expensive games. Some of them are fun. I've, like, downloaded them wherever. And it's cool. It's a cool thing to have. But again, I don't regret getting the PlayStation before. I think the PlayStation gave me many good memories, and I'll pick the PlayStation over it. But that's, like, I think that's a theme I like Sega, but there's always a machine that I like better at the time. You know. Yeah, I think by this time Sega wasn't uh, wasn't as strong as it used to be back in the Genesis days. Yeah, I think it was uh, when they released the thirty two X. Like a year later, they released the Saturn, so it was like a one year. So people were pissed off. Yeah. Too many products in a short span of time. Yeah. And yeah, so I didn't think much of the Saturn at the time. I got it. PlayStation. Then after PlayStation, I got the N sixty four. And, uh, yeah, I didn't really care too much about the Siren until I was older. It's a cool system, but I think it's overrated. Again, unless you like shooters and all that kind of stuff, people Mm. love that machine. But it wasn't until uh, 1999 where I saw the Dreamcast. Oh, yeah. In uh, HMV, I believe, playing uh, playing virtual, uh, virtual tennis. Ooh, yeah. Uh, this not looks so cool. Uh, I was, I always love tennis games, yeah, and I love tennis as a sport. And yeah. uh, it looked so fun, and when you got to play it, yeah, man, it was I mean, it was amazing, right? Like as soon as we played it, we had to get a Dreamcast at home just to play this one game. <laughs> the controller was like cool, and it had like a cool memory card. Yeah, I always uh, regret we didn't great. get more games on the system. You too. Yeah, yeah. I think when we got it, we were like. You were like into your teens, like late teens. Yeah, I was in my early teens. So, yeah, I mean, we already had the GameCube and we had the PlayStation Two at this point too. We just kind of left in our systems. Yeah, so we had we already had so much stuff. Yeah, but yeah, later again. I mean, we kept. I still have that Dreamcast. Yeah, and like a, a taxi. What was it? A, 
Taxi Driver? No, that's the movie, right? Crazy Crazy Taxi? Crazy Taxi, yeah. Crazy Taxi, Shenmue, all that stuff. Uh, yeah. Sonic, Sonic Adventure, yeah. one and two. Um, like a proper mainline Sonic platforming game again in 3D, first time. Really fun. And there's a lot, yeah, a lot of other games, but like Rumble to Boxing. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right to Rumble, sorry. Right to Rumble. Boxing. Yeah, that was fun. That was fun. Yeah, but like, no one I knew he actually had a Dreamcast other than us. Like, uh, no relative had it. No, that's had it. So, yeah, like, that's... I couldn't borrow games off people or anything. Yeah, that would be the thing to do. Like, you'd borrow games for people in school or whatever. Yeah, everything else, you could borrow games and uh, yeah. have fun with it. But yeah, so. I didn't get to explore it that much until I was older. And we learned how to copy games and put it on there. You didn't have to do any hack or anything. So yeah, we copied a few like soccer games. Yeah, I remember and then that later, game. Yeah, I tried a few games that are pretty fun, like uh, uh, Resident Evil, Code Veronica. It came on PlayStation 2 as well. Mm. Uh, Jet Set Radio, that's kind of fun. Yeah. It has other big games I didn't play, like Skies of Arcadia, because I'm not into... Uh, RPGs, but Soul Calibur came out on Dreamcast first. That's a cool, oh, cool, cool. game. Yeah, yeah, House of Dead too. Uh, so yeah, it was always like a cool system, but it was like it was like an arcade, right? It was like a built uh, console that was like an arcade, and I kind of treated it like that. Where you know you go to arcade, you play it for an hour or two, and you turn it off. You know, you don't play every day, right? That's, right, that, right, right. That's how I treated Dreamcast. Like yeah, it was really cool. Yeah, I mean, it had all that. Again, Sega started that whole um, Sega going online on your damn console, right? They had a keyboard. You could connect a modem or a built-in modem in there. Yeah, again, innovation, innovation. Yeah, innovation. I think they were awesome, right? Yeah. The one thing they left out, which I think truly did kill them, was not having like a DVD player in there. Because that was the dawn of the... DVDs, right? It was a new thing. Everybody won one. The DVD player mm. was expensive on its own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. PlayStation 2 with a built-in DVD. That's true. That's true. And that was my first DVD player, too. My PlayStation 2. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, so... I think if Dreamcast had that kind of feature, and, of course, they got hacked, and so yeah. that was it, man. That was, that was the last system. And they crashed and burned. But they stayed on as software, but... The hardware side. Yeah, which is sad. I mean, it's good that they're still making games and stuff, but... Uh... Another uh, piece of hardware I did buy, again, yeah, around 2000... I want to say 2012, maybe, was the Sega Nomad, which I didn't even know existed. What? What the hell is that? Oh, is that that it's weird the, machine? That was a portable Genesis where you just plug in uh, Genesis games. Oh, right. right. So it was like a Game Gear, but for like Sega Genesis... Oh, that's crazy! And that was, and it was the official Sega product. So, and oh, okay. It's like Super Nintendo, Nintendo did something like that back in the day. People would have went crazy, man. Superboy, yeah, yeah. But that, that's like a third party, right? But like Super Nintendo didn't make anything. No, uh, like if they made something like that back in the days, like oh man, people would be going crazy playing that on the go. Yeah, so I could play Super Nintendo in my in my bed on the little screen. I would, I would go crazy. Yeah, at that time, right? So I got to give it to Sega for that. That's Cool, unique ideas. Uh, I think they had too many ideas, and that's what killed them. But yeah, yeah, I mean, hopefully, if I get to read that book, I can figure out what actually happened uh, behind the scenes. 
Yeah, I think a lot of things just went wrong at the same time. But yeah, I mean, hope a uh, good thing they're still making Sonic games. Uh, Yakuza series is by Sega. Oh, I love Yakuza. So uh, yeah. I'm really enjoying Yakuza Six. So the Sonic is still going strong. So Sega is still out there, but only a software. But it's better than nothing, I suppose. Yeah, uh, I'm not unless like Microsoft or someone decides not to do it anymore. I don't. I don't ever see them coming back into hardware too. A lot of people keep thinking uh, Dreamcast Two will come out, but. No, they, I think I, they've lost too much ground, and they're probably more profitable to make games for other systems at the moment. Yeah, and if their main games are licensed to other machines, then what's the point, right? It, yeah. Uh, unless like everything just ran out and they owned Sonic completely and all these other games. Exclusive. And exclusive, yeah. and they released them in their own machine. Uh, I don't see the point, but yeah, at least it's still around. It is sad that there isn't on the hardware. I kind of wish there was another hardware, but I mean, three is enough, I guess. But Sega, yeah, uh, awesome company, I think. Awesome machines, really good games. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I just, uh, they were the Reebok to my Nike, the Dominique Wilkins to my Jordan. <laughs> so they always never yeah, on top for me. Every machine, like, Genesis, I like Super Nintendo. Dreamcast, I like PlayStation N64. Uh, Dreamcast was cool, but I still like the PlayStation 2 better, easily. And yeah, so it was never number one for me. Other people's life is going to be different. Yeah, I mean, like uh, like Dr. Runner, he loves Sega, and he always says that Mario is a loser because the princess keeps getting kidnapped. <laughs> Sonic seemed to be a more cooler character. I think that's the way he marketed it for a while too, right? Like Sonic was just cooler than Mario. Yeah, that's how they actually uh, sold systems for the Genesis was. Yeah. Nintendo's for kids, that's advertised to the young teens. So basically, the younger brother would get Nintendo, that's advertised to the older the teenagers. Uh, so right. yeah, everything was edgy and the design, even the design looks like cool, like the black. Yeah, yeah it looks cooler. I have to admit that. And, and so uh, yeah, so the general, like Sega, yeah, uh, uh, Sonic, all fast and like supposed to be like an attitude. I mean, that guy just avoided Nintendo all his life. <laughs> uh, well, uh, I guess a shout out to Kanan again. It was his idea to do this, and it was really fun. Um, any last thoughts before we close, Sega? Uh, you're awesome. You might not have been the best, but yeah, I still remember you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the way it should be. This is Poet. He is Zaki. We are out.